0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: When we experience loss or grief, our soul seeks answers to the questions, How will I respond? What do I do now? Welcome to a Light for the Soul that Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. You are beginning a journey of understanding how choosing your thoughts inspires your feelings and transforms your life. To guide you, here is Dayton Ann Williams.
2: Welcome. It is a pleasure to spend this time with you and I appreciate you joining me this evening. As we explore and identify how we can support our healing journey and nurture ourself in the process please feel free to call in during the last segment of our show if you have any questions or comments or if you have an experience that you would like to share about your personal journey the number is 888-346- 9141 and we will begin taking calls at roughly 45 minutes past the hour and you may also send me an email dayton at prime purpose coaching.com if you have a topic that you would like for us to discuss for a future show or if you simply would like to share your journey with me and please Let me know if I have your permission to share your experience on the air. We began this journey together discussing how we move from the why to the what. The question of why something happened was transformed into defining what are we going to do now? How will we respond now? That it happened. And we discussed how we are responsible for our thoughts, our feelings, and our choices. And how we can raise our vibration, raise our energy, by choosing thoughts that produce feelings of well-being. And then we explored the practice of journaling and how it is a powerful tool in the healing process. And by spending merely 15 to 20 minutes a day engaging in expressive writing, we can feel happier and less negative than before we began writing. We discussed how the child within can assist in our healing as well as our soul, our higher self. And then we explored and to understand the dimensions of grief and its effect on us cognitively, emotionally, spiritually, physically and socially. We discussed how grief impacts each of these areas and considered steps we could take to help ourselves seal, help us health And through our explorations and discussions, we have received an understanding of the experience of loss and grief. And through the understanding, we receive a new level of awareness. So we have established a framework upon which we can build upon and move forward in our life. Our experience becomes part of us and we have the power to choose what we do next. It is time to create an abundant life for ourselves. What is the next thing to do? What is in our highest good? What is the most important thing to do? And the basic answer is to focus on caring for ourself. And this will involve behaviors that are the same for everyone, as well as behaviors that are unique to us and the particular experience we had. So why is care of self the place we start from? And the answer is, this is Always the place from which we begin. Whether we have recently experienced a loss or we are simply living life, we begin with caring for ourselves. Let's look at our life before we experienced loss or grief. And reviewing our roles is a good exercise in identifying the various aspects of our life? Are we single or in a committed relationship or some other variation? What is our social life like? Do we have weekly activities that involve friends, our family? Do we have a strong support system Are we involved in groups or community activities? Do we have strong ties to a religious or spiritual organization? Are we a parent? Depending on the age of our children, we have a wide variety of commitments in relationship to our children, and that is in addition to providing love, care, And support within our home? What about our work? Does it extend beyond 40 hours per week? What is the level of stress we experience? Does our work involve life and death scenarios? Is our income sufficient to support us comfortably? Or are we struggling to meet our basic needs? These questions do not even begin to cover all the possibilities that comprise a life. Yet they do highlight that life is multifaceted and that the more roles we hold and the greater the degree of responsibility. In those roles the greater the need for self-care simply to ensure we are operating at an optimum level let's face it stress was a part of our life before we experienced our loss and grief now it is only magnified so before we experienced our loss What practices did we engage in to promote self-care? How did we support our mind, spirit, and body in living an abundant life? Or were we merely reacting to life, doing the best we could to maintain our roles and responsibilities? doing the best we could to get through each day. Oh, sure, we thought about exercise and eating right and relaxing and journaling and reading inspirational literature that promoted self-awareness and encouraged personal growth and expansion. But there were simply too few hours in the day in our personal care and growth was placed at the bottom of the list as far as things to do. I know that there have been times in my life that my personal care was placed at the bottom of my list. At one time, it wasn't until I lost a job that I began meditation. I had wanted to incorporate that practice into my daily life. Yet, I continually found excuses that I believed were valid And it wasn't until my self-esteem plummeted and my sense of balance and peace deteriorated that I invested the time and effort to learn how to quiet my mind and promote a sense of well-being. And I have observed this is a common occurrence for us as humans often waiting until we reach a crisis before we do something to support self-care. We become caught up in life and reacting to the events that happen, rather than making conscious choices in living deliberately. And because conscious living is a moment-by-moment choice, moving from action to reaction can happen rather quickly, as I discovered when domestic violence consumed my life. And I wrote this synopsis of domestic violence and titled it, A Snapshot. Imagine you were on a merry-go-round. You got on to have some fun, but that was so long ago you cannot remember. The days melted into weeks, months, years. Sometimes the merry-go-round slows down a bit, But you know it won't last. Soon it will go fast again. The world passing by has been long forgotten. The things you used to do. The friends you used to see. It doesn't really matter anymore for hopelessness is the only feeling that is present. That and fear. It is the fear that keeps you holding on. There were times that you thought about jumping off but you feared the repercussions for you knew they would be severe you became detached from it all to survive but in the process you became detached from yourself you ceased thinking feeling or choosing anything for yourself because it did not you did not even know yourself anymore you became a shell of a person constantly disoriented by the round and round the violence invoked on you by someone who claimed to love you. Nothing made sense. You had seen beauty in your abuser, which made it impossible to understand the inconsistent and incongruent behaviors that were thrust upon you more and more frequently. You have been under so much stress for so long that your body is breaking down. There was a time when you feared death. Now you pray for it and you begin to make a plan, for death is the only escape. It was very early in this experience that I began to neglect self-care, and as time progressed, it was virtually non-existent. I began by looking outside of myself for a solution. I wanted someone to save me from the nightmare. I wanted a physical force to balance the strength of my abuser, for he was nearly twice my weight. The path to freedom did not begin until I took responsibility for my thoughts, feelings, and choices. And from there, it required action. It required commitment. It required acknowledgement of my worthiness to both receive and create an abundant life for me. It required acknowledging self-care as a priority to achieving an abundant life. It's time to take a short break. And when we return, we'll explore what it means to establish a practice of self-care. Please stay tuned. This
3: is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Prime Purpose
1: Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing.
2: Tune
3: in to Embrace Your Inner Self and Empower Yourself with host Sangeeta Patel. This is the show you've been waiting for. It's about moving forward with relationships, money, emotional healing, and meditation. How do you remove energy blockages from your body? You'll learn about this as well as exploring how the yin and yang works to balance your life. Sangeeta and her guests are here to discuss your personal blueprint to a better life. Listen Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Listening to A Light for the Soul that Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at primepurposecoaching.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back. We began this evening by reviewing our journey together and discussed how it is our framework upon which we build upon and move forward with our life. It is time to create an abundant life. This is it. This is the message. It is time to begin and We begin with self care. What does self care mean to you? It's important to answer this question as it reflects on what practices you create to promote self care, as well as how you prioritize it in your life with the goal of creating an abundant life. We can begin by thinking about. What we define an abundant life to be. The possibilities and choices are limitless. Yet there are certain things we value. Certain experiences we want to have. Certain dreams we want to create. And if we focus on these things, we can determine what an abundant life means to us we can then direct our focus inward and ask what would it require us to do to live this abundant life. And from this, our self-care can be identified. We can also take the approach that regardless of what we define an abundant life to be, there are certain practices that promote self-care And regardless of our circumstances, our level of prosperity, our dreams and goals, or any outside influence, we can begin with a single concept happiness. As I mentioned before, happiness is defined as a sense of well being, it is generated from within. Certainly. We can experience happiness in our outer world, yet we can easily have another experience that decreases happiness, and where does that leave us? So if we focus on generating happiness from within, then we can ensure our happiness because we are responsible for our thoughts, feelings, and choices doesn't mean that we will not experience sadness or pain or any other human emotion. It simply means that we recognize that we are responsible for our sense of well-being and we have the power to make choices to restore our sense of well-being. When experiences invoke a shock on our system and an experience Producing loss or grief is most assuredly a shock on our system. In 2011, a documentary was released titled Happy. It's an amazing movie and it can be viewed for free on Amazon.prime if you are a member or for $2.99. You can get a 72-hour rental and view it on www.thehappymovie.com. And as quoted from the website, Happy combines powerful human stories from around the world with cutting-edge science to give us a deeper understanding of our most valued emotion. I can attest to their claim. The stories and science are compelling, and I can see the evidence in my life. And having lived in Scandinavia for four and a half years, I can easily accept the country identified as valuing and promoting happiness and well-being so effectively It is considered to have the highest rating of happiness on this planet. That's a powerful statement. I highly recommend watching the movie. At the very least, it will give you ideas to consider and uh, some concepts to explore. The movie presented itself to me at an interesting time in my life. I had run across it several times and dismissed it. Happy was not my focus. I was in the process of rebuilding my life. And the protective order was in place, although I was dealing with violations of the order. I had filed for the divorce, although there were multiple delays in getting it finalized. From the time we separated, nearly 14 months would pass before the divorce was completed. And that was nearly 50% longer than we actually lived together as husband and wife. I had spent the remainder of my savings completing the work on the house, although the delay in securing the divorce prohibited me from selling it. I was forced to begin selling household items to pay the bills and living off my credit cards and watching my... Credit rating dropped several hundred points. I did not turn on the AC in the summer, and I kept the heat between 50 and 60 degrees in the winter. And I wore my hat, gloves, coat, and scarf at all times. I walked wherever I could to save on gas, and I allotted myself $8 a day for food. That was my life for two years And as my outer world was composed of merely seeking to survive, my inner world was seeking to thrive. And this became possible by reestablishing daily practices of self-care. Those practices that were critical in my life and supported me after the death of my son Yet, I began to neglect once the domestic violence entered my life. Re-establishing a daily practice of self-care was a process that was um, fluid, and it it changed as I deemed it appropriate to do so. Journaling was my first step, and for seven months I wrote over 129,000 words documenting my thoughts feelings, and choices. It was a powerful tool in helping me to gain clarity and restore peace and balance in my life. I wanted to understand how and why I had gotten to a place of such desolation. How I could, or why I would, allow a predator into my life. How and why i would place another's worthiness and self-care above my own for by doing so i was experiencing cataclysmic repercussions of that choice i was quite physically active in doing work on the house and i allowed that to count as my exercise I began to meditate once again and reestablish the other aspects of my morning routine. And my morning routine became the foundation for beginning my day. Regardless of what happened that day, I knew less than 24 hours would pass before I once again restored my sense of well-being, my my balance. It was comforting, very, very comforting to know that I had both the capacity and the ability to begin each day from a place of peace. And there were times that my outer world would become so chaotic that I would simply stop and regain my inner sense of peace, for nothing was more important to me. And then the day came that I watched the movie Happy, I was ready to explore the concept in more depth. I had reestablished my foundation of self care, and I was ready to look at my outer world from a different perspective, to bring some synergy between my beliefs and experiences at a deeper level than ever before. I was ready to explore a concept. Happiness that I had previously believed unattainable. I could achieve peace and balance and clarity and other concepts of well being. However, I never thought happiness would be a part of my existence. Not until I looked at happiness in a whole new light. The time to take a short break is approaching. And during our break, I encourage you to reflect on what self-care means to you. Or you could reflect on what an abundant life means to you and what form of self-care supports an abundant life. When we return... We will explore how we establish a practice of self-care to support us in our healing journey. This is Dayton Ann Williams, and you are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please stay tuned.
3: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together, as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing.
3: Tune
0: in every week for The Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson, our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a
1: diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll
0: achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6
1: a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: You are listening to A Light for the Soul That Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to Dayton at
2: PrimePurposeCoaching.com
1: Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back. We were discussing what self-care means, and I encouraged you to reflect upon what it means to you as we took our break. And I trust that some thoughts materialized and Either you have a clear understanding of what self-care means to you or you are beginning to establish what it means. And that can be an exciting journey of self-discovery. In this segment, we will explore how we can establish self-care in our lives. And I would love to hear from you about your experiences and journey in establishing self-care. Your sharing offers more exposure to the possibilities and options that are available to us. Perhaps you have some unique practices that bring you the abundant life you desire. Or perhaps Hearing different options will generate an aha moment where a new idea is born and offers hope and generates excitement to move forward. The number to call is 888-346-9141. Or as always, you may send a mail to dayton at primepurposecoaching.com And please, do let me know if I may share your experiences on the air. Because each of us is our unique expression of the divine in this time and space, I choose to explore how we can establish self-care from a very general perspective. My desire is for you to find the answers within. I am merely your guide as you explore possibilities. I will offer some options to consider and encourage you to enter into this exploration with all the enthusiasm you can recall from something that gave you joy as a child. For this is for you. Your focus is to discover a practice of caring for you. Perhaps it has been far too long since you allowed yourself to think about what you need. So it may be a bit uncomfortable you may find your mind is a blank but that's okay we will smile and believe we are on the right path and that's really all that is necessary in this moment ideally we establish a practice of self-care that begins our day and there are many benefits to this approach first and foremost it allows us to connect with our higher self and the divine within and we establish peace and presence and become grounded for the day ahead of us just as each evening we rest and rejuvenate Each morning, we begin our day with practices that support who we are and our intent to live an abundant life, to equip us to handle the demands that will arise throughout our day. Also, ideally, our practice supports our entire system, mind, body, and spirit. So our ideal practice of self-care begins our day and supports our mind, body, and spirit. And we can establish this as our goal and begin. Based upon our individual circumstances, our goal may be achieved quickly. Or it is a process developed over a period of time. However, this really is inconsequential. We can acknowledge it. However, it is far more important that we are beginning to establish a practice. Nothing changes until we begin. And we are on a journey. And we know that it is the journey that matters, not the destination. I use an example from my life when my children were young. I was a middle distance runner and I ran in the evenings. It was my optimal time of day to run. And I wanted to begin a daily practice in the morning. However, I I simply could not motivate myself to get up any earlier. So I took on a paper route and that was my motivation to get up earlier each day. And after my route, I made my run. It was definitely a period of adjustment for I was not only changing behaviors, I was introducing new behaviors, but it met my goal of establishing a morning practice that allowed me to support my mind, body, and spirit. Another example from my life was when I was working 16 to 80 hour weeks. And self-care became a challenge during this time. And I was tempted to just let it slide completely. So I created this spreadsheet, I love spreadsheets, and I listed three things that I wanted to do every single day and I placed a box so that I could check them off. And the three things I chose was meditation, take my vitamins, because I'm notorious for not taking my vitamins, and make my run in the evening after work and that was the extent of my daily practice that was enough my daily practice has evolved and changed over the past several decades I have allowed myself a great deal of flexibility in creating my practice and I have felt the consequences when I removed it from my life completely And they were severe enough that I do not want to ever experience that again. It's a solid motivator. And while my daily practice of self-care is more ideal than it has ever been, I am also clearly aware how it is directly related to my feelings of worthiness. It's a profound insight for inner reflection. We are approaching the time to take another short break. And perhaps during the break it would be an ideal time to reflect on a daily practice of self-care and how you can create your own practice that supports your goal of living an abundant life. And make some realistic goals and, and share them with another. Let them become your support system, someone who can help you be accountable for this really important endeavor and when we return we will conclude our discussion of self-care as it relates to our healing journey this is Dayton Ann Williams and you are listening to a light for the soul that weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel please stay tuned
0: It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Now on Voice America. The road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Power, power to Be with Richard Flint. Flint. Join us and more power to you.
1: Prime Purpose Coaching will assist you in creating a path to freedom through answering the questions of your soul. How do I move through the pain of loss or grief? How do I move forward and create an abundant life for me? At Prime Purpose Coaching, we have made this journey ourselves, and it would be our privilege to guide you. To learn more, please visit www.primepurposecoaching.com. We look forward to walking with you on your journey to healing.
3: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
1: You are listening to A Light for the Soul that Weeps with your host, Dayton Ann Williams. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to Dayton at PrimePurposeCoaching.com
2: Now, back to the program Welcome back This is the final segment of our show this evening And Before the break, we were discussing how we can develop a practice of self-care that supports us living an abundant life And I also identified my own discovery in that my daily practice of self-care is directly proportional to my feelings of worthiness. And this evening, we explored self-care from the perspectives of why it is important, what self-care means, and how we develop a practice of self-care. The practice of self-care is closely aligned to our path of healing, and it is closely aligned to living an abundant life. Once again, I would like to extend an invitation to call in this evening. It would be a privilege to hear from you. I welcome your questions and comments and would love to hear about your experiences and how self-care has benefited you on your path to healing perhaps there is a specific area that you need help and you would like to discuss it in more detail and this is especially welcomed for when we ask for help we express our courage we express our willingness to move Past a barrier. I would not be where I am today without the help of others. Um, All along my journey, I've encountered friends and colleagues and confidants and teachers and mentors, people who helped me expand and evolve. There were times I asked for help, knowing I needed it, And there were times when people appeared and helped simply because they saw something I had not yet seen. In 2013, I met Cheryl. She had just moved into the tenement building next door, and this was her weekend getaway place. Cheryl is a skilled quilter. And she loved spending time on the island with Pat and other friends as they created these beautiful quilts, most of which they donated to various organizations and groups. Cheryl and I became fast friends and always enjoyed a chat when she came down. And one evening, she wanted to take me to dinner. She had commented on my weight loss, and I know this precipitated her asking to buy me dinner. And as it turned out, we went to the same place I last went out to dinner about a year previously, and this was with my abuser. And I found myself hypervigilant and feeling quite vulnerable, a combination of my previous memory at the restaurant in my fear of being out in the open and Cheryl called me on it and I became aware how much I was still consumed by fear I mean I I knew I was still working through getting out in public and getting through my fear but I had made such great progress that I wasn't really cognizant of how much further I had to go to truly heal and over the next couple of days I explored this in depth and, and turned a corner in this area and I felt a whole new level of freedom and I noticed that I was much more at peace whenever I left my house there's no doubt that eventually I would have gotten to that place but who knows how long it would have taken me to get there. And as it turned out, I reached this new level of peace and freedom through the loving help of a friend. And I will always be grateful to Cheryl for that beautiful gift. And this is how it goes. This is why having people in our life is so important And especially when we are on a healing journey. I am blessed to have a granddaughter, Kylie, who is a little over three years old, and a grandson, Grayson, who is almost three months. It is an amazing experience, and it's unlike any other there's nothing I can compare it to for me it's completely a unique experience simply holding my grandson is pure joy he can be fast asleep yet merely holding him makes my heart swell with delight I learn much from my granddaughter as I observe her play. I see beauty and joy and excitement from a whole new perspective. My granddaughter loves to sing, and she began singing almost as soon as she began talking her precious voice would fill the air with the sound of such beauty and innocence that it would bring tears to my eyes. And as she grew, uh, she would sing as she played. And she would make the words up as she went along and singing about what she was doing or what she was going to do. And I would be mesmerized by her joy and how she was creating her world. And I began reflecting on my granddaughter and her delightful expression of song. And I thought back over my life, how song had been absent. I recall being in seventh grade and I was in choir and I was designated an alto that I am clueless as to how they figured that out because I don't recall ever singing out loud. Now, obviously, I at some point I sang, but I do not remember it at all. <laughs> I love music and I love song, although I avoided musicals because I actually was uncomfortable with all the happiness that seemed to go along with the singing. (laughs) It uh, was a bit of a shock when I first heard the comic opera, the Mikado, and, and fell in love with it. I remember my grandmother buying me the CDs. I was so excited about it. Yet, in observing my granddaughter, I began to look at singing from a whole new perspective. And I began to sing. A little here, a little there, becoming more comfortable. And I began singing, as my granddaughter would, about what I was doing sometimes singing softly and sometimes loudly enjoying it more and more and feeling the same as when I listened to my granddaughter I then became bold and I started creating musicals of my life I would create different voices and sing up and down the scales and the more I sang, the more I laughed. And I would call my friends and sing parts of my musicals and we would be laughing so hard we cried. And occasionally, my granddaughter and I make up our own songs. And it's absolutely delightful. Sing, singing, the laughing, these are wonderful expressions of self-care. And thanks to my granddaughter, Kylie, I sing every day. Here is a beautiful poem of encouragement that has been ascribed to several authors with various versions. You've got to dance like there's nobody watching. Love like you'll never be hurt. Sing like there's nobody listening. And live like it's heaven on earth. Imagine how much different our lives would be if we took these four simple sentences and practiced them every day. Imagine how much joy we would experience. Imagine how much more vibrant we would feel. Imagine how much more beauty we would see. All around us our time this week has come to a close and as you begin to explore and establish a daily practice of self-care I wish you well on your journey and leave you with this thought you are your unique expression of the divine in this time and space And as you travel your path, may love always fill your heart and light your way. I have thoroughly enjoyed our time together this evening. And I look forward to next week when we discuss how to move forward. This is Dayton Ann Williams. And you have been listening to A Light for the Soul that Weeps on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Blessings to you.
1: We are delighted you've chosen to join us this week on A Light for the Soul That Weeps. Next week, Dayton Ann Williams will return with another engaging program designed to help you move forward on your journey. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And have a beautiful week.